Welcome to the Carmesh Rebels podcast. I'm Jenny Field. I'm Advita Patel. And I'm Trudy Lewis. In this episode, we're going to talk about focus and and realistically staying focused, how to stay focused. Um, I This is something that I... I'm challenged with, so it's going to be an interesting one because I by no means have nailed it. I I, I do struggle sometimes with that because I am easily distracted. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really want to talk about how it helps us to achieve success. So Daniel Goldman talks about the uh, that the ability to focus is a better predictor of success than IQ. So it has a really strong mm-hmm. position in how it it can allow us to, you know, it doesn't, we don't have to be clever then. Yes. Yeah. Um, if we have focus. I'm going to be really focused. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let that sit in my brain for a while. Okay. So basically, if we have the ability to focus ourselves, mm-hmm. it it kind of overrides the fact that maybe we might have issues with you know, we might not have the highest IQ or so yeah. on. So you can achieve many things if you if are willing focused. to focus. And in the past, you know, in previous seasons, we've talked about being intentional mm-hmm. and it ties in with the same thing. So it's it's pretty much a similar topic between the two. Mm-hmm. However, I think it's it's really important for us in a world where we are so distracted, there are so many things pulling our attention um, there are lots of issues that cause us to feel overwhelmed and tired. And so those things can hit against our ability to focus in a world where we want to be successful, we mm-hmm. want to be, we want to thrive. And to thrive, we need to have focus. The main thing or the central theme there needs to be attention. Mm-hmm. It's the attention that you're giving something. So we talk about intention. And attention. So, how much attention are you giving to one individual thing? And then the other, the other thing that was interesting me is that if focus can is a strength, which it can be for some, if focus is a strength, what happens when that strength goes into overdrive or mm-hmm. when it goes into overwhelm? So, it was the two things that were really coming to my mind or making me think about focus. I was curious about what good looked like. Mm-hmm. If we're saying that there needs to be a balance between the overdrive and just being really focused. So I, you know, I'm not going to go too heavy in terms of an introduction because focus is focus. <laughs> There's nothing much else I can say about what focus really is. Um, but I really would, I really think it would be great for us to discuss mm. our own views about focus and how eventually what we can do in t- tips is actually help people to think about how they can be more focused. Mm. There's a couple of things you've said there that I think are quite interesting. You know, I talk a lot about, um, you know, being busy and and how that's often an excuse because you're not busy, you're just prioritising other things. But there's something about how much attention you're giving something and there's something about the the crossover of being, you know, focused on something to it becoming an obsessive Mm-hmm. Um, thing and and that balance between those two. Yeah, I suppose there's things I I'm coming up with almost more questions around focus. 
in terms of what does that look and feel like to you as an individual? So if I think about, you know, having to focus on something, for me, that's having dedicated time on one thing. And if I'm being focused on writing or if I'm having to focus on writing a report for a client or I need to focus in my team meeting, for me, that's about being very present and it's about making sure that I'm I'm being in that moment. Mm-hmm. But it's also about knowing myself well enough to know what environment I might need to be in or what I might need to do in order to enable me to focus. Yeah. Um, but I think there are a lot of myths out there around focusing attention. And one of them is the one about our attention spans. Now, our attention spans are getting less, Less. but it's to do with the context with which you're trying to focus. And I think that you can't talk about focus without talking about context because the challenge back on the attention span piece is you can say that about attentions, but you can still sit and watch a Netflix show and binge watch six hours of Netflix. If your attention span was getting less, would you be able to do that? So there is something around where we choose to focus our attention and what we give our attention to and and, and mm. the context with, with which that is. And I think if you think about a work context, focusing on work can sometimes be much harder than focusing on something that's, you know, non-work related um, and, and, and how that sort of works. So there's, there's a couple of things, yeah. you know, bubbling for me. But just on what you said there, in terms of, yeah, you can set your attention to watch a Netflix, binge on Netflix, in opposed to doing something that you should be doing, like reading a book or something else. Um, and I, I definitely think that has to do with how it makes you feel. Mm-hmm. And so you like the feeling that you get from sitting on the couch and just enjoying the latest drama much more than the thing that you need to do, like writing a report or reading a report. And so it's easier for you to to sit there and pay attention to something. Um, And this is what distraction does, isn't it? Distraction, I can sit down and perhaps take a game on my phone. I don't have many, there's only one, um, and spend quite a bit of time playing with that as a distraction Uh, And I know for people who procrastinate, uh, me being one, um, (laughs) that sometimes you create these distractions, don't you? You do. To put off doing real work. Um, So so I think there are lots of little factors in there that that determine whether or not you choose to do the relaxing, fun thing in opposed to the thing you really need to do. But then I think that depends on, on... Oh, so many thoughts. I know. I can't get words out. (laughs) What I do want to say is that I don't think focus is about fun at all. I think you can still, I think the work that you may be not focusing on doesn't necessarily mean that it's not fun Mm -hmm. at all. And I don't think sitting watching Netflix, some people may not see that as fun or enjoyment, but it is a method of distraction to your point. Yeah. I think where the focus challenges come in is when you don't know where to start or you don't have the right... Um, tools or resources or support around you to help you focus. Yeah. And okay. I think some of the work that I sometimes 
lack focus on isn't because I don't enjoy doing that work. I actually love doing that work, but I struggle to focus because there are other distractions in my way and mm-hmm. there's other barriers in my way that's not allowed. That has me nothing to, to do with what you've created. Yeah. yeah. So the, the fun element for me doesn't resonate at all because I think there are things that I don't focus on as well as I could do. Um, not because I don't enjoy it, it's because I just, like I said, it's there's too many distractions around yeah. me and there's not enough focus. I think for us, and, and I completely agree with what you said around focus is so important in terms of the, what we deliver and the outcomes that we have and the impact that we make. And I think that is what demonstrates where you have good focus. And I think we we sometimes underappreciate the energy we need to to have focus on some of the deliverables that we need and mm. we try and, and, and Jenny makes this point very well in previous episodes and he say in our coaching retreat you can't multi-focus but you can multitask yes. correct and that is something that stays with me for a long time and before I used to you know have 15 and, and I know people will resonate with this you'll have like 15, 30 tabs open you'll be halfway through one email then halfway through another Switch email the then next. you do yeah. a presentation somewhere then you write a report somewhere that is not helpful at all because you're not doing anything well at any point and so then what happens to your point Trude is overwhelm Mm. because your focus and your clarity have disappeared so you end up just doing 20, 30 things at any one time but not doing any of it well saying don't finish anything off Mm. and I think in terms to in order sorry to have that focus and that dedication to delivering what you said you want to deliver you need to be very intentional with what your what your outcome needs to be with that work that you're doing. Yeah, and I think you're right. So to clarify the multitask, multifocus piece, so um, our brains aren't designed to multitask at all. We actually would would task switch rather than multitask. Um, but we can multitask in the sense of listen to an audiobook and drive or mm-hmm. listen to an audiobook and walking. That, in a sense, is multitasking. But I'm not having to focus on the walking because it's such a natural thing, natural thing for us to do that it means that I can I can do both of those things. And that's an important distinction to make because a lot of people think that they can still multitask or multifocus, <laughs> but our brains, you know, literally aren't designed to do it. They can't do it. Yeah, it's so, like you have to stop talking if you're taking a really sharp corner or parking your car. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blow the radio down. Yes. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. I've got to do this. Yeah. <laughs> so I think there is that importance to understand sort yeah. of those two. But there's definitely something when we think about focusing and thinking about what we focus on and what's important to us. How does it link to our goals and our intentions? And what does, I'm still coming back to this, what does focus look and feel like for you individually? Like if I think about being focused, I often think about being in the the gym um, because I'm not thinking about anything other than the time or the reps or the you know, talking to myself, I'm having the best time, you know. (laughs) I'm very focused in that moment and very present. If I then, you know, need to go and do some writing, then I'll be very focused on that. And there's an element of this sort of flow state that you can get into when you're doing something where I'm very focused Mm -hmm. on that. But there's also then, you know, using techniques like timers to be like, right, I'm going to focus for 30 minutes and just go through my inbox and just sort it out. And I'm going to have half an hour doing that. You know, having timers is a really good technique for doing that. And that's focusing my attention away. But I do have to kind of put my phone in another room sometimes to be able to do that. But it's the feeling, the feeling of accomplishment that comes with focusing and what I'm trying, what the sense of achievement and all those things are about really honing your attention 
onto one thing. And I think to your point, having all the different tabs open, you can feel like you're getting work done and you're doing different things, but you're not focused. And I think that's what can make us feel overwhelmed and anxious and and there's so much going on. Whereas if you really narrow that to this, I've got to do this one thing or I've got to do these five things today, then that narrowing of, of scope and scale is what I think really helps us focus. Mm. So when so when we have that situation where we do need to focus, I, I was just thinking about what good looks like, really. Yeah. Um, so, and, and you mentioned it as well. It's that whole idea that there is a right way to do this. I know that for every individual, it will be slightly different. They'll be thinking, I mean, obviously, we will come on to tips later, but... There is, there are some things that show us that actually this is the right way to do it, or this is, this is what good would look like in a focused scenario. I agree with you. There are, there are probably, I would say, ten techniques to help you focus. Mm. I'm going to have to think of those before we get to tips. <laughs> but I'm thinking of all the work we do in this space. Is there's probably ten, but what you focus on is individual to you. Yes. Yeah. And there's no right or wrong there because it's linked to the life that you want to you, lead. Whatever you're doing. Yeah. And and the idea that perhaps, you know, in order, sorry, to succeed, to be successful, to achieve, if I can if I can get myself into that state, whatever it takes to get me there, because once I am there, you talked about flow. There's something about um, the flow that you get into where you don't even notice that it's a task. Yes. You, you begin to enjoy it because you're just in a flow. It happens when you're writing something and or maybe doing some research and you literally find yourself just flowing through the task without any kind of, oh, this is work. Yeah. Simply because you're so focused on it. And I've had that happen to me a couple of times where you... Only a couple. <laughs> Where you're actually, you know, you know, you're actually finding yourself really, really nailing it and feeling really good. And I love the fact that you mentioned the outcome is that you feel good because you feel accomplished that you've done something. What do you think, Adbita? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's more about the deliverables behind that focus. Yeah. And it's that it's it's important to me to understand what I need to achieve in that time and deliver against that. And it'll be different drivers for different people. For mm. me, a part of it is I don't want to let people down. Yes. Which helps me have more focus. It's about doing a good piece of work and I want to be, I want to give my best self to this piece of work. In order for me to do that, I need to take time away from everything else and do the Pomodoro technique. As Jenny mentioned, the 25 minutes or 30 minutes, whatever works for you. Putting your phone on plane mode and all that kind of stuff. And sometimes taking yourself out of that situation. I think we live in a world where there's a lot of quantity over quality. And in order to show our worth, we often produce a lot of stuff to demonstrate that we're good at what we do. And the quantity is there, but the quality is not often there because we're so distracted by everything yeah. else. And I think if you, for the, for, the, for the purpose of the focus that we're talking about today, it's like, what is it that you're trying to do? Mm. Is there a report that you need to deliver and it's causing you not to do that piece of work because there's other things that are more important? We all do it. We all tidy the sock drawer and, you know, decide to clean our makeup brushes. I literally did this the other day. I was, yeah. run, I was running late and I was like, oh, I wonder if that T-shirt's in there. And then I got everything out and then I was like, oh, I'm just going to rearrange this drawer. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't know why I'm doing this now. I've got, I've, I've literally got 10 minutes to get out the door and go somewhere. But I was like, no, I'm going to make this the just trouser drawer. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then you feel really good. Like, to Trudy's point, you feel really good about yourself. I do. I felt great. Tired of the sock drawer. But now I'm going to stress myself out by getting yeah. somewhere because I'm now 10 minutes late because I tired my sock drawer. So it's, re- it's really fascinating about our behaviours behind that. And for me... I recognise that I cannot work in a very long period of time unless I'm in deep work. And in, what I mean by that is if I'm doing research to Judy's point and I've just got into it, then it's fine. I need 25 minutes. That is my yeah. optimum. 25 minutes, five minute break, and then you reward. And that's what works best for me. Other people, I've, I've got a friend who just can't do that. And she's like, I need to just start this piece of work and then I will not stop until I finish it off and I will not even break for a, a loo break. Yeah. Because I just need to, head, if I'm in the zone, I'm in the zone. And she'll have like, on you know, passive aggressively, I would say, but she wouldn't say this, but she'll have like uh, stickers on the back of a chair in the office. You know, do not disturb me. Oh, Don't wow. talk to me. I mean, you know, because they're in an open I'm office. in deep work. I, th- I think deep I'd work. rather that than people have headphones on in an office. I find that ruder. Do you? Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I really, yeah. Actually, I, just actually, I like the directness of actually telling... Oh, no, yeah, she has signs. I think, yeah, I'd rather have a sign than people that sit in an office with their headphones in. Like, that really... Yeah, it's a, really? yeah, it's quite, wow. apparently quite rage-inducing oh, for me. Really? But <laughs> I think because um, you're in an office to sort of be with people, if you need to go and do quiet work, then you could do that at home or in an office... Um, and if you can't be in an office, put a sign up and Yeah, it. and I feel like it's a bit... And then you sort of go, oh, you know, excuse me. And then there's sort of this dramatic taking out of the headphone, like, <laughs> oh. <you know? laughs> but on that, I, I can see it, but I think for some people, the music or whatever they're doing gives it's helping the focus. The focus yeah. yeah. Because, so, like, I used, to, I used to be okay with having music in the background and do my work. And I realised I'm okay with having music in the background as long as it isn't with lyrics that I know. Yes. <laughs> Because they, well, they say, no, 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 but they no, say that. Oh, yeah, they say that it's no longer, so music is no longer a distract, sorry, music is no longer a focuser if you know the songs. Yeah. So if it's music that you are familiar with, like you, just like yeah. you said, if it's words that you know. So in a sense, I guess, um, instrumental music that you're not familiar with yeah. Yeah. would be more focusing. Yeah than it yeah. is and yeah. it is I spent my life in lockdown with um, coffee shop jazz on YouTube playing in the background <laughs> yeah. at home to try and help me yeah. even there was like clunky clunky plates because it was <laughs> like, like I was <laughs> in a coffee <laughs> shop <laughs> and then <laughs> <a> bit, yes <laughs> excellent jazz <laughs> <laughs> but it, that for me is, is, is a really helpful which is why I listen to French jazz you do like a bit yeah. of French. I do like French because it's not a language I understand. So when I listen to it, I <laughs> you am, don't start singing along. <laughs> I am definitely not going to attempt to say any pronunciation. <laughs> as some of you who have listened to our previous episodes will know. <laughs> but French jazz and anything that's a little bit dipped to Trudy's point is different. Really works because yeah. you're not. Because what happens when I'm singing along to '90s hits, which is you know, show my age, but I love it, is I'll start singing along to Spice Girls. <laughs> Wanna be with the rap. And then I stop doing everything and do the proper rap. And do, and does a dance routine yeah. come in? Like, do we almost, get up? Oh, the shoulder shuffle. <laughs> like getting up on my chair. Honestly, that is distraction in itself. So the whole listening to something a bit different and focusing on that, not focus on that, sorry, focusing on work is really powerful. Mm. I do think it's inherently difficult to focus. I think that... There's a lot of pressure to also be quite focused. Mm. I think when we were talking at the start mm. of this episode, yeah. there was there was something for me as we were talking around focusing on the good and not focusing on the bad, you know, almost like sitting and watching Netflix for six hours is bad, whereas you should be reading a book. Like, that. there's no right or wrong on the focus. It's whatever is the right mm. focus for you and your goals. But I think there is this, this pressure to be 
focused on the things that are, you know, almost that toxic productivity stuff mm. we've touched on a little bit. Like you've got to be focused and doing this and doing this and doing this. Whereas actually just to, you know, I find sometimes I just need to sit. I just need to sit and maybe play um, Candy Crush or Threes on my phone whilst Coronation Street's playing and I'm just sitting. And I quite enjoy that. But you know what's not helpful is all these... Um become a millionaire in seven days and then, oh. you know, your morning routines that we all take the kind of mick out a little bit, you yeah. know, and say, oh, you start at 4, 4 a.m. Yeah. and get up at But I did, I did say to you the other day, I've, I've almost become that person. Yeah. Yeah. You know, get up at 6.15, take my yeah. Simproof for my yeah. gut health yeah. and then I walk to the gym and I do a gym class. I know. I'm, I feel like I'm falling into that trap. You are falling I know. into that. Like, and I'm you d- go out I'm for just, a walk yeah. every day. Yeah, I do. You know, yeah. but I, none of us are up at 4 a.m. because no. that's ridiculous. Yeah, but then these are routines that we have because we enjoy them as well. Because, I mean, when I think about getting up for a walk in the morning, it is so enjoyable to go out in nature and have a little walk. And then by the time I get back, I'm then ready to settle down and do work. Yeah. And focus. (laughs) But then until I do that... I've, I, you know, it's like something's missing. Yeah. So there, there is some science to that, though. I can't remember where I read it, but there was something about being outside in nature and looking mm. at leaves and trees and the outside that helps you then focus when you come inside. And I remember last year around sort of Christmas time, really struggling with looking at the screen all day. And then to the point where I was like, I, I can't even... I can't even see (laughs) how it felt. It's like I need to go outside and look at real things just for a few hours to reset my eyes because all I... All I've got is well, just screens. Well, if it's not screen, it's yeah. computer. And, and you know. I remember just thinking, I need half an hour of just going outside to walk. And I think it's easy to not prioritise that when you're thinking, I've got to be focused, I've got to get this done. But actually, half an hour to walk outside and then come back, your renewed focus mm. would be incredibly powerful. But that's the thing about human evolution, right? We're not meant to be continuously sitting on screens or on a, on watching Netflix or Disney Plus or whatever your kind of streaming service is for hours on end. Yeah. You're not meant to. No, like not. we are meant to be, if you go back to our ancestor days, you know, their task was to keep alive, yes. feed the family and make sure everyone was okay. There was none of this kind of, you know, work this hard and become this person, all that kind of stuff. And I think that has, we, that, the way we live has evolved, but our brain and the way we focus on those things hasn't evolved. Correct. So this is why we struggle with so many different ailments in this current world that we're in right now, from physical ailments to all the way to well-being and mental health, because we're just not meant to be in front of screens and constantly competing in that digital way. Yeah. Yeah, we'll think about how long we actually sit down. I think one day I sat down so long in front of the screen that I kind of thought to myself, can I even get up? <laughs> yeah, because I just felt stuck yeah. in front of the screen in at my desk and and getting through stuff. So in a sense, I was doing focused work, but just realised that everything felt like it was stuck in the chair. Yeah, you sort of solidified, don't yeah. you? Like, I can't actually move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I know people that do set timers to move, you know, because if you are important. sort of sat all day, especially if you do a job where you might be coding or, or something like that, it's very easy to get into the flow of that and just sit and not have a break. Whereas if you can set a timer, even if it's just every hour, to get up, go and get a drink, come back, at least you're you're moving because... Uh, yeah. 
Definitely. And I was also just going to say, sorry, that you don't need to focus in isolation. Mm. So there's so many different ways. I know we're getting to tips now, but the other thing about focus is that we have this misconception that we have to do it on our own to focus. or It has to be in isolation. And in fact, that may not be your thing. And if you can work in a group context, and I know people who will get together in work shared workspaces where they can each have got a, they'll share what they need to achieve by the end of the three hours and they keep each other accountable and work in silence or have a bit of a chit chat, but they've got focused time in doing that. So I know a lot of writers do it to make sure they get their chapters finished on time. And I know people who are working on creative elements will go and do that as well. And sometimes we think we have to do it on our own and we Mm -hmm. don't. But we don't. We don't. And when we do our coaching retreat, we always say to people that find the people around you that can help. And we encourage our coaches to kind of work together and help each other keep focused and accountable Mm. for what they need to do. And it's your kind of eat the frog thing, right? You mentioned I do like an eat the frog. You do like eat the frog. To the extent we've got a poster about you. I did. Well, someone asked me if I had a poster that they could have in their office and they've got a little eat. So if anybody wants an eat the frog poster, it's got redefining comms branding on it. But (laughs) it's, um, it's a really nice little graphic sort of frog. But that's about doing, you know, if, if for those of you that aren't familiar with Eat the Frog, the concept of that is that the um, eating a frog would be really gross. So um, if you had to eat a frog, eat it first thing in the morning and then you won't do anything else that's as bad in the day because you've done the worst thing. Now you can have lots of frogs. So sometimes you've got to pick the worst frog. Um, but the idea is that once you get it done, you know, you can then sort of focus. Yeah. And and I try and practice that. I mean, I've had a frog to eat for about two weeks mm. um, and I was just leaving. It's got quite mouldy now. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, but I ate the frog yesterday and I do feel lighter for yeah. it. And that's the point. It's almost like you've done it. You can then move on and get things done. And I think I was saying to you, Advita, this morning, you know, God, I, I feel quite on top of things, which at the moment, I feel like it's been a while since I've felt completely on top of everything. And I'm sure there's something I haven't done. And my team will have an email going, you haven't done this. But I actually think, oh, I feel I feel all right today. And that's because I've eaten the frog. And you remove that friction, which is... Yeah. And this is the thing when I said at the start of this conversation is that often focus, you don't, you're not focusing as much as you want because there's friction in the way. So for me it was not filing my things away properly in my email system. So on the train journey down here, I spent three hours just tidying it all up, putting it in my folders. And I felt such relief that I can now find things. I know who sent them and I've logged everything properly. And that has now cleared my head to focus on the things I really need to focus on. This is what I think so interesting about the tips and techniques on focus, because somebody will listen to this and go, what a colossal waste of time. It can all sit in your inbox and you can just search. And I know a lot of people that feel like that, but I'm very much like you. I like my filing system. I know where things are. It helps me stay organized. I'm very much kind of tidy house, tidy mind type thing. And and that tidy house applies to tidy computer, tidy mailbox, tidy room. (laughs) There's also some research, though, that talks about... Um, having a tidy space helps, leads towards success. And so, you know, it's the same, it it then helps or ties in very nicely with a need to be focused. You can't be focused if, if, if you're in the clutter. Oh, but so, so many people would disagree with you. No, I know they would, but I, I almost feel like maybe... I'd like them to try it. <laughs> I also feel like they're wrong. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that they're wrong. No, I know. I know. I'd I never know. say they're wrong. No. But, but yeah. try it. You know, try, try it for once. Clear your space and, and do your work in, that, in yeah. that environment and see what happens. Or clear the emails, make sure that they've all gone, 
And then you can see what happens then. Yeah. But um, it yeah. can make a difference. I do have a lot of stuff. I mean, it's making me think I need to go home and tidy my desk now, Trude. But okay. I do have, I because I do have a lot around me in my desk because I like easy access things and I'll write little posts and stuff. But I do admit when I yeah, spend when I half an hour just tidying everything away, throwing away yeah. stuff, post its and stuff that like scribbled on and starting afresh. And I always tend to do it on a Monday where I can. It does make you, it makes it so much does. better. It, makes it stops me using my office at home. You know, if oh, I've, really? if it's too messy, yeah. then I'll sit at the dining table downstairs and I've got this office <laughs> upstairs. But if it's messy, which yeah. sometimes it can be, because I travel a lot, you know, so quite often I'll come back and there's a suitcase with bits everywhere. There's books out, there's receipts that I need to do for much. So it's just sort of, you know, a little bit of chaos in there. So I'll just sit in the dining room <laughs> because it's very clean yeah. there <laughs> and do my work. Whereas actually, if I do spend like a Sunday afternoon, and it's never long it's like 20 minutes just tidying stuff and putting it away then I'm very happy to sit in that space again and, and get work done but if I don't have that I, I, a messy space for me just doesn't work isn't it funny because it's just a simple it's such a simple task and we all know I think yeah. anybody who we, we speak with and if you're listening you will know if I just do this it'll make my life easier yeah. yeah. but we just seem to have this kind of oh well it doesn't matter and it's not that and you make, we make it into such a big thing yeah yeah, and, we're, and, and we're that's we we do, but that's I I say this all the time of if you know if I don't do it now I've got to do it later. Yeah. Even things like I remember saying to my mum not that long ago. I live very near a Marks and Spencers, and she'd popped in to see me, and she said, "Oh, I need to, I need to pick up a cushion for your nan or something." She said, but I think I'll come do it tomorrow, and I was like, "We'll do it." do it now. Like you're literally a five minute walk away. <laughs> no, I think I'll do it tomorrow. And I was like, but if, if you do it now, then you don't have to come back tomorrow. And you're literally right here. And anyway, she got home and texted me and went, I went into Marks and Spencer's and I'm already pleased that I haven't got to come back tomorrow. <laughs> and it was like, it's, it's that, why are you putting off, yeah. you know, tomorrow what you can do today? And mm. I think it's so easy for us to do that. But I'm often saying, oh, I'm really grateful to my past self for the fact that I did that yesterday <laughs> and I haven't got to yeah. do it today because you're just putting something off to take forward, which you're just going to keep procrastinating over doing. And procrastination we've talked about before, it's not always a bad thing. It's only really a bad thing if you're using it as an excuse not to do something. Mm -hmm. If you're procrastinating to work things through, which I do a lot, then, then that's fine. But if it's an excuse and it's stopping you from progressing, that's where you need to start to delve into it a little bit more. Yeah. Right. Well, we're Are we now in tip territory? on to tip territory. Um, I guess the question is, how do we make it easier? We, I mean, we've we determined that focus is important, um, that it leads to success. How do you make it easier? Because so many people probably feel a little bit overwhelmed in a sense because you want to be focused. There's a lot of distraction. You're not sure what you're doing. And to your point, Advita, sometimes it's that you don't know how to get there. Yeah. So, Advita, you that. kick us off with some I tips. Mean the my, I shared a couple already, which is a Pomodoro technique in terms of blocking time out. I don't, in my world and, and my personality, I can't cope with long focus time because I will get distracted. So Pomodoro works for me. The Eisenhower matrix. Mm -hmm. So those of you who don't know what the Eisenhower matrix, it, matrix is, is where you um, distribute your tasks in urgent and not urgent and important, not important. And, and where you can delegate tasks or where you have to do them. And it's a grid and we can share that in our show notes. So yep. if, if you're interested in that, that's really helpful. And there's loads, by the way, there's loads of frameworks like the Eisenhower Matrix that can help you. That's just an example of one that I find personally quite useful. And I am going to backtrack a little bit because in the very early season, 
of uh, Kermish Rebels. I think it was like season two and I can't remember which episode it was. But I spoke about lists and how I don't tend to do lists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lists. 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 All I could do was lists. Lists. I was like, list. list. I'm still getting over a cold. <laughs> list. Um, and that's changed for me in the last three years. I have to do it two years. Um, and I use a, a tool called Notion, but you can use anything really. But for me, writing a list of things I need to complete by the end of the week. So I do it on a Friday evening before mm-hmm. I finish for the day. So I'm ready for the Monday. And that has been great for me. And it's so weird because when I did that episode, I was very much like, oh, I don't really do them. Like, it's fine. And yeah, my list was my email-like thing where I could go in my emails and realise what I should do. But that is not, doesn't work for me. And it was key, uh, it was a big distraction for me. And written list don't, doesn't work like handwritten. So I have my tool, which is brilliant for me. So that's the other kind of tip in itself. Whereas find that technique that works for you. So you may think what I did a couple of years ago was that I would, that doesn't really work for me, but it was the tool and the friction behind that tool that wasn't working for me, not yeah. the fact of the action. So, and when you see it all kind of written down and broken into a priority list, so I use the Eisenhower matrix to prioritize my tasks okay. in my list. So I'll have my urgent, not urgent, important or important, who I need to delegate with. So then I can work in priority order basically. And if I want something a bit easier to do, then I'll work backwards. And that's, those are my kind of top tips. That's good. Okay. Jenny? I've tried to think of the 10 that I'm in. No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple of things to think about. Turning off notifications is, you know, massively powerful in terms of focusing because we interrupt ourselves quite a lot of the time, but you need to control your space. So turn off notifications. Um, the timers thing works really well. Sometimes you, you said it at Vita, the Pomodoro technique, 25 minutes, 15 minutes, half an hour, whatever, whatever works. We can't really focus for more than 45 minutes um, unless we get into a flow state. So 45 is going to be your maximum on a timer. To help you focus, you might find that task switching is helpful. So you might want to do something that's quite... Um, brain intensive, like writing a report. And then you might want to switch and do emails for a bit. Do you know what I mean? Like some admin mm-hmm. task that helps the brain kind of deal with the fact it likes novelty without getting too bored, which might be a reason why you struggle with, with focusing. Um, being realistic about what you can do in a day. So if you are trying to really focus, then don't think oh, I'll do all these 10 things on my list today have five, that will narrow your focus and stop you feeling overwhelmed. And if you haven't got very many meetings, you can kind of juggle it. Because you do underestimate tasks. You do. You do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It take me five minutes. Oh, I see, I overestimate. So oh, I'm like, that's going to take me hours. And then I do it in like 10 minutes. <laughs> I do that. And then um, I shock myself when yeah. it takes five Yeah, because people are always surprised when I say to them, you know, I generally work um, Monday to Thursday and generally work 10 till 4. People are very surprised given what, what we achieve in that time. Now, there are exceptions to that, depending on who we're working with and, and what we're doing. But that's my general rule. Mm. Um, and we we achieve everything we need to in that because we're very focused in that time, which then frees up my other time mm. to be able to do other things. Um The only other thing that I wanted to say, which I really liked, was a quote from the book, Eat the Frog, where they say, um, people confuse activity with accomplishment. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're looking at focusing, just be careful that you're not doing activity therapy. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not just doing stuff for the sake of doing it, Mm. because to focus is to accomplish something. 
So if you are looking at that, just be mindful and just think about what it is you might be doing. The only other tip I would say would be environment. So for me, working in a coffee shop allows me to really focus. So on Fridays, where I generally do my writing or my reading, you'll find me in a coffee shop near where I live, um, drinking copious amounts of of coffee. (laughs) Um, But I'll be in there for most of the day and I will get loads more done than if I'm in the office at home. And and environment for me is quite important. That's the worst thing for me, coffee shops. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, I'll spend hours just thing watching is that, people. Yeah. But it's funny how the... Funny, how <laughs> no, in a weird way, by the way. <laughs> Creepy Advita's back. There we go. <laughs> I think the, the, the focus that I get from actually the buzz that's going on around me, so I actually can zone in for some strange reason. It's like a white noise. Strange. So yeah. it's the coffee shop noise is, is enough of a noise to be almost that white noise to help yeah. you focus. But because you don't know the people or you're not interested, unless you're Advita who wants to people watch... Um, no, you're not no. as invested to to kind of pay attention to them. So uh-huh. there is that science. Whereas open plan offices don't work no. because you know too much about what's going on. So someone will start talking and you'll be like, ooh, I'm going to listen to this. you're interested in Yeah, and then you can't focus. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so a couple from me. So there's something I came across recently called the Ivy Lee Method, which uh-huh. is from James Clear, Atomic Habits, um, where he talks about six things and you prioritise those things in order of importance. So again, similar to eating the frog, really. But every evening you write those things down and during the next day, so you write things the day before for the day that you're coming. So you've got six things to do in the day in order of priority. And then all you do is the ones that you didn't get to, you just carry them over and then you come up with another six things. But you you do this task like at the end of the day. Nice. And it's like, what are my six things that I am going to um, uh, tackle? It, that's such a good point though, because to focus is to plan. And yeah. I think there's so much around if you invest five, there's something like if you invest five minutes in planning, you can get, you know, like 10 times um, more yeah. things done. done. There is yeah. some statistic around that. So yeah. that's really important. Yeah. The, the other one is um, manage your distractions. Is your distraction just a break, which I think you mentioned as well, talking about, yeah, you just need a, a pause sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is a pause that you need. And I think it's recognised whether or not that's what you need in opposed to worrying about, oh, I'm being distracted again and making it a thing. Um, by taking those breaks, you actually allow yourself a little bit of space to focus better. And I can 100%, as I said, recommend popping out in nature and just walking around for a bit and just maintaining some kind of balance. Mm -hmm. So yes, we are focused, but we don't need to get overwhelmed by the fact that we need to be focused. (coughs) We need to instead kind of give ourselves a chance to get these things done yeah I think the reward piece is also really important you know giving if you focus to half an hour then have a reward you know and sometimes for me it's you know coffee and a little chocolate or coffee and a biscuit or whatever like once I've done this I'll make myself a coffee well I mean one day one one day when I found actually I was incredibly productive that day um, every kind of almost like doing Pomodoro but for 20 minutes I'd do some focused work and then I'd go and do something like the sock drawer yeah and, <laughs> that's a reward and it was like oh, no 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 oh I can relate to but that but it wasn't a rela- it wasn't a reward it was like this something different it was this this light silly thing that didn't need to be done really and it felt like I was just being I, I was just doing it for the sake of it but actually by alternating yeah. I got so much done that and, day and people underestimate the alternating of tasks for focusing mm. because it's because the brain gets bored you know so it likes the novelty that if you can 
do something quite intense and then go and do a sock drawer and then do something and then go and put a wash on. You know, I mean, how riveting my life must be. But it is, it really helps. Mm. It really helps you yeah. kind of keep that attention. Yeah. For me, it's watching Big Bang Theory. You do like a bit of I Big do. Bang yeah. And Friends. So and I'll friends. alternate between <laughs> Big Bang Theory. <laughs> That's how riveting my life is. I like is. it. What's your favourite sitcom? <laughs> No, sometimes Fraser. Oh, I haven't watched Fraser for a long sometimes time. Sometimes Will and Grace. I can't watch Fraser anymore. It's been, it's just been too, too, know, long. It's too long. We're watching Seinfeld at the moment. My husband's been watching that, which is, you know, very old, but we're, oh, wow. we're going back over that. And that's... That's highly entertaining. It's like seventies show territory, yeah. that. No, no, you know, I'm sorry. I'm a I'm a seventies show fan. Are you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that was my pandemic <laughs> guilty pleasure. This conversation's <laughs> taken real turn. It? Yeah, we're now focused on sitcoms. Now we're focused on sitcoms. Maybe we'll review them in the next season. Maybe. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you want to find out more or subscribe to our newsletter, visit carmagerebels.com. We'd love to continue the conversation, so please connect, ask questions, and share your thinking with us. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn under Carmage Rebels. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to rate and review us. Carmage Rebels.